Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. The Pro Football Hall of Fame just announced their list of 25 modern era semifinalists for their Hall of Fame class of 2020. And I thought, let's review that from a hobby perspective. Uh, if you're an adult now, you probably saw most of those people play. I think they have to have been retired for at least five years, and some of them have been retired for more than that, but they're not old timers. They're people that I remember well, and perhaps many of you do too. First, thanks to sponsors, Top Spinini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, T.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So many of the football sets that come out now have intersperse of uh, rookies and uh, younger players, as well as some veterans and older players, the retired players still have a following. The other thing I would point out is that when I'm digging into the dollar boxes at some of these shows, it's a lot of fun. These are the kind of guys you can find in there. They're not a sure thing. Some are probably better, more likely than others, but it's fun to do a version of prospecting, looking at the dollar box and seeing, first of all, you could just like the player. In fact, I don't believe in indiscriminate prospecting, trying to get everybody in that rookie crop or, for example, taking all 25 players on this list and think, I'm just going to load up on all 25. I think the fun of the hobby and the fun of even prospecting is more expert prospecting, knowledgeable prospecting, that you're not trying to get every single one. You may try to get a couple of long shots in there, but again, not the ones you might want to take a long shot on are these guys that are quarterbacks. And I, I note that there are zero quarterbacks on this semifinal list. So that gives all the position players a chance. There's a bunch of running backs, a bunch of wide receivers, uh, some defensive stalwarts. Um, so I just think it's better to, to pick your favorites in baseball. You've got to look at the college programs and the minor league programs and look at the age and the perspective, but they haven't done anything. These semifinalists all have had careers. My rule is I like to see 10 years in football. There are exceptions, but it's fun to watch these guys over a period of years. And, and after they've retired, you can reflect. And if they're still being talked about, that's a positive thing. If they've been forgotten, not so great for purpose of the hobby and probably not so great for being selected into the Hall of Fame. So if you're uh, looking at this list, they're going to narrow it to 15 in January. So those will be the finalists. And then they'll announce those who are actually selected on February 8th. So you've got a couple months to think about what might happen. I don't know if people are talking about that. If they're selected, uh, I don't think anybody goes down when they get in the Hall of Fame. Uh, the, some people go up more than others, depending on where they were at a certain point. But you've got a two-month head start. Once they get picked into the uh, finalists, that's another cut. And when they get selected, but I think it's fun to look at these 25 and think, uh, who might have more hobby love? And who who do I like? Who do you like? Who do I like? Who do other people besides just you, if you're the only one that likes the player, again, not good for hobby perspective, but building a, a PC or having a, a player that you collect, I think it's fun. And if there's somebody that's less discovered, and if they're even a fringe Hall of Famer, or a marginal Hall of Famer, or a Hall of Fame wannabe, which some of these guys, are, they're not all going to make it, but a bunch of them will. And I think it's fun to look ahead. It's not like a lottery ticket. Because again, if you pick right, you probably will do well. If you pick poorly, you still perhaps have a nice collection or some nice cards of some players that, like I said, you like. But I'm not suggesting overpaying for any of these guys. In fact, that's one of the reasons you look at the price history of some of these players. 
And I wouldn't want to pay a premium this week for something that was less last week because they weren't on this list yet. So I, I'd hate to see, but again, I think some dealers will do that. They'll bump up these players, perhaps thinking they will get in the Hall of Fame or that the increased interest can generate a higher asking price. But like I said, in the dollar boxes, people aren't usually going through it. It's the buyers that that clean up the dollar box. They pick out the Julius Peppers and say, I think he's, I think he's got a real good chance. Or Antonio Gates, Anquan Bolden. I've picked up some of those over the years, just working the dollar boxes and nothing special. But I think it's fun to get a market basket of ones that you care about and or ones you already know about. Look for an edge. If it's your hometown player, there's Darren Woodson's in there. He's a cowboy, so I saw him a lot. He's on TV. He's doing commercials. Don't let that hometown bias bother you in terms of the investment aspect. You may have a higher opinion of a person that you've seen play a lot. On the other hand, if he didn't make the Hall of Fame, he still was a great player for a long time, and you can build a collection that's, I think, interesting. It may not be super value, but as I said, none of these are quarterbacks. I don't think any of them are going to be reaching the stratosphere unless they do something else. So let me get through the list here. Eric Allen got a lot of his cards just because he played for a long time. A DB, a good DB. Again, there's positional proportionality that I think the Football Hall of Fame tries to do. I think Eric Allen is, I'm not sure. I, I don't see him getting much hobby love. He's in the junk wax era, a lot of his cards. So I don't know that he's going to be impacted very much. Jared Allen, I think, was really outstanding. I'm not sure he's going to uh, get in this time or even be a semifinalist, but he's definitely worthy. I, I haven't seen a lot of hobby love for him. Willie Anderson, even less offensive tackle most of his career, almost all his career with the Bengals. And frankly, there's only two offensive linemen. What does that say? Even though they're more and more highly paid, I think you may see more left tackles coming into the Hall of Fame in the future because it's now very appreciated as a very high paid position. Jari Evans from the Saints is the only other offensive lineman. And again, I, I think very little hobby love. Uh, you just don't hear your name called unless you mess up, usually. Maybe if you're a run blocker and you get down and you knock out a, a couple of players leading your running back to, to a, a long touchdown. But generally, they're trying to protect the passer. So Willie Anderson and Jari Evans, I, I don't think so. But again, with the proportionality of positions, they may say we need at least one offensive lineman. And I, I don't know that it matters that much. Willie Anderson, he's got a problem that there's a bunch of Willie Anderson's, Willie Flipper Anderson that played. So there's several Willie Anderson's, uh, more common name, Jari Evans. We'll see. Tiki Barber, curious as to why he's now being a semifinalist, having retired after 10 years with the Giants. A very personable guy, good player. I just think he's, again, a running back with some longevity. I'm not sure. He, he already gets some hobby love, but again, it, it probably would be a boost to him. But I, if it's his first year, he definitely isn't going to be elected this year. And whether he is a semifinalist, I'm not sure. Anquan Bolden, a lot of longevity, several different teams, uh, really, I think, made a contribution. They list him. He's a tight end slash wide receiver, I thought. So again, worthy as a semifinalist. We'll see. London Fletcher was a popular linebacker. I don't see it. We'll see. Dwight Freeney. I do have some of his cards. Again, he's got a lot of sacks and uh, changed teams a lot toward the end, uh, mostly with the Colts. I don't see a lot of impact there. Antonio Gates, I think he will eventually get in. He was a really talented 
tight end and big and fast and strong playing your whole career with the chargers is a giant bonus for me i'm a purist eddie george i picked up a lot of eddie george's he's just right on the cusp i think he very well could eventually make the hall of fame even though he didn't do 10 years but was a really good ohio state running back and great for the oilers and the titans james harrison i think he has a good chance he already gets hobby love there's some linebacker types that just have a kind of a macho image that people like to collect. And the Steeler connection is uh, not to be uh, underestimated. Rodney Harrison doing some announcing. I think he's got a good chance, had a good enough longevity, was a good player, articulate. And when you stay in the public eye, so I think his cards could go up. Devin Hester, I eventually have him going in as a kind of a game changer returner guy, but I have picked up his rookie cards in the dollar box. So I know maybe they're, they're not mint, they're near mint or they're close to near mint, but. That's interesting to see. That wouldn't happen, I don't think, if he gets selected for the Hall of Fame. Torrey Holt, I don't think he was the best receiver on his team. That's a negative to me. There's already a bunch of receivers in the Hall of Fame. He's borderline to me. Andre Johnson, on the other hand, I think he eventually does get in. Too many Johnsons out there, I think, even for receivers. But again, if you watched him play with the Texans, he was the go-to guy. Robert Mathis played his whole career with the Colts. I don't know about that again a defensive player if you're a defensive player and you're going to have hobby love you just got to be a monster you got to have big numbers have something julius peppers the next uh, alphabetically probably did have some monster numbers and was feared and even uh, late in his career he, he made contributions long career uh successful steve smith senior Two Steve Smith receivers. This is the one that played longer and was not with the Giants. The other went to USC and Steve Smith went to Utah or Utah State. Forgive me for not remembering which one. I get those mixed up. But he's articulate and I think he could very well eventually get in. He was very popular with the Panthers. Fred Taylor, never thought he was a superstar, but he was solid. Again, I find him in the dollar boxes quite often. Heinz Ward, I think the playing his whole career with the Steelers and being one of the most notorious blockers. <laughs> he was a great receiver, but he really played the whole position. He was uh, very noted for his blocking and was one of the secrets to the Steelers' success in those years. Ricky Waters, I, I never thought he was great, thought he was good. Lasting a long time is terrific, but uh, not sure he's going to make it. When we think of running backs in the Hall of Fame, he's he's not what I think of. In fact, I have him below Fred Taylor and Betty George, too, I think. Reggie Wayne, I think he eventually gets in. I think Reggie Wayne eventually gets in. Longevity, uh, same team, all that. Vince Woolfork on ComC, I sell a bunch of Vince Woolforks. If I pick them up, it's amazing. When I am looking at Vince Woolfork in the in the dollar box, I pick him up because he sells for me on Com C. I just think he was one of the uh, popular, beefy kind of nose tackle guys that just was immovable. But he's got lots of rings because he was with the Patriots, but he's a popular player. Patrick Willis, I think, retired too soon. I don't know if that's still held against him, but being with the 49ers, a very popular team, he's got a chance. But I, th I think he's not going to make it to the hall this year. Darren Woodson, I mentioned, very popular in Dallas. He's on billboards. He's on commercials for various products that he endorses. But he's a longtime cowboy, uh, just a, a great player. But uh, there's other great players out there, too. But there seem to be a pretty strong group of wide receivers. And in the hobby, is uh, Sport Card Insights, I think receivers are the number two position besides quarterbacks. And then third was probably running backs. 
And fourth would be maybe the uh, defensive monsters that are getting a lot of sacks or the linebackers that are just fun to watch. But we've got a returner that might make it. We've got a couple of uh, safeties that are worthy of consideration. We've got Antonio Gates tight end. Like I said, get ahead of the curve. Don't wait until the announcement to go, oh, now I'm going to go make this a bet. It's not going to be big bucks because they're not quarterbacks. If Heinz Ward gets in, his cards aren't going to double overnight, I don't think. But there will be increased interest. And you'll think, I, I bought before things went up. And I'm collecting a guy that was a really good player. So that's it. Thanks again. We'll see what happens in January and then February if I am right or I am wrong. Feel free to disagree. You bet with your money. I'll bet with my money.